Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, can you come pick me up? Yeah, what's wrong? Nothing. Are you sure? Yeah, no, I just need a ride. Ride, ride. Oh my god. So funny. I just want to have fun. Start your engine. <laughs> I'm Benito Skinner. I'm Mary Beth Barone. And this is Ride. 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 Mary Beth, Lena Richard, Isaacson, Baroni. Do you know what the hell is coming up? <laughs> what? The Bestie Awards. <laughs> when are they? They're right around the corner. They're in two weeks. <laughs> And you are nominated, and so is Stassi, baby. <laughs> Besties of the year. <laughs> I have to pee so bad. <laughs> Me too. Me too. I'm like, it hurts. I literally, I... Wait, who submitted me for Bestie of the Year? <laughs> me. Me and Dear Media. <laughs> There's a for your consideration billboard of you on Santa Monica Boulevard. Mm-hmm. FYC bestie of the year. <laughs> I'm serious. You have a really good chance. I mean, Stasi's won a few years. I can't wait. I wanted I want the crown. No, I know. I know it's like I know it's like tacky to like really want an award, but I like really want it this year. No, I know, and that's what's hard. It's so hard when you really want it. You know what I mean? That actually takes me back to when I was nominated for an MTV. <laughs> like, what was it? TV reality? It was like the TV reality one. It's not the like movie awards. It was like the MTV. The MTV TV and movie awards or something. Yeah, something like that. It's the like MTV that. TV and movie awards. But it was like social media breakout. <laughs> and then I went to the awards and they didn't call it at it. <laughs> I sat through a three hour program. Why would they do that? I don't know. They didn't tell me that they weren't going to do it. And MTV, if you're watching, like, it's fine. It's so what, okay. Just... I found out later on social media that Bella Porch, she kicked my ass. And rightly so. I mean, I'm glad. You know, I'm glad she won. <laughs> yeah. But. Well, we're going to go to the Bestie Awards together. We're going to. Yeah. And they're definitely going to do. I mean, Bestie of the Year is like the, that's the last one that they do. It's four hours long. Yeah. What are the other awards? <laughs> I knew you'd ask. Um, best Bestie Kiss. <laughs> 
<laughs> yep. Um, best bestie ensemble, which is more like groups. <laughs> also, I feel like they have best besties on film. Mm-hmm. Best besties in a film and best besties, best besties in a drama, best besties in a musical or a comedy, and then best besties in a TV show. And then there's worst bestie. Okay, yeah. that's controversial. Yeah, that one's tough. Who's in the category for that one? Well, I got nominated last year because I forgot your birthday. <laughs> I didn't win. I withdrew you. I withdrew your nomination, though. Thank you. I I called them and I said, I can't. This is not because I I wanted it this way. Thank you so much, Gorge. But yeah, I'm like excited. This also, like a month later, because it's like it's award season, the Fabu Awards are after. (laughs) And it's like the most fabulous people. You're nominated for Fabu of the Year as well. (laughs) But so are you. So that's awkward. Yeah. And Terry is nominated. So it's kind of like a house divided. (laughs) Well, they have the British Fabu Awards, the BFABs. And so Edward's nominated there. The BFABs. Totally. It's like the BAFTAs, but for Fabu. Yeah. the Fabu British people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The Bestie Awards aren't in Britain. Like there's just not really besties in Britain. So that's kind of like a big thing. But as a Brit, you can you can be nominated here. Yeah, no, for sure. I love yeah. Europe. Yeah. And it's crazy because it's just you and Stassi, baby. No one else is nominated <laughs> for bestie of the year. And she will be so happy. <laughs> Who's another bestie of the year? Well, as you know, Serena and Blair won besties of the year in a TV show all six seasons. I love their relationship because obviously today is the Gossip Girl special. I think everyone knows what's coming. And <laughs> everyone knows what's coming. And Serena and Blair are such an iconic friendship because they're actually not friends at all if you watch the show. But they love each other and they will come through for each other. And before we get into the Gossip Girl special, because we want to talk about it a lot today, so our intro is going to be shorter. I do want everyone to know I was recently in a car with Terry's entire family. I was still sitting in the front seat, which I think is... That's very alpha. Isn't it? I don't think that's polite. I don't think so either. It should have been Terry's dad. But every time I offer it to them, they're like, no, you sit in front. Terry's mom. No, I know. But sometimes I do it based off height because it really is like more leg room. Mm -hmm. So I'm not trying to. It's not really a power thing. I just, you know, and I get nauseous. And what happened? Cars make me go dizzy. You're in the front seat. Terry's driving. It's been silent in the car for a sec. And then we start talking. We're talking about traveling. And then someone brought up the Hollywood sign and it kind of being like bigger than they had thought. And I just out of nowhere, I guess not really out of nowhere, but I just it was silent for a second. And then I said, the Eiffel Tower is actually a lot bigger than you'd think. And it was so quiet in the car. <laughs> we could hear the, the, you know, when you can actually hear a car being on. Yeah. I heard that. And then. You heard um, the motor and yeah. the axle. And after a second, I said, well, that's my big statement of the day. <laughs> and Terry's dad, I've never seen him laugh this hard at a joke that I've had. I mean, like, I make the king laugh. Don't, that's, don't get that's, to twisted, darling. I, that's dad humor because you're, like, self-deprecating and a little bit sarcastic. Exactly. And it's, like, that's, like, perfect. That's what they, like, they were raised on Seinfeld. So they're just, like, wow, that's, and yeah, now they, that's a they joke. they were raised on Seinfeld in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what were we raised on? Gossip Girl. Let's get into it. Gossip Girl. Let's go. Wait, where are we going? Who cares? Ride. Ride. Spotted. One bisexual and one f*** it at Dear Media. What are these two cooking up? Only time will tell. Welcome to the Gossip Girl special. Oh my God, the moment we've all been waiting for. You know, recently this woman was like, you're not allowed to say f*** it. And I was like, okay, well, fuck my drag. Who? Who said that? Just this random person. I think she like she's of a different generation, which I respect. Maybe the word is like you know I don't know. It's called taking what, the power. What back. a younger a younger generation? No, 
older. That's not what I would have thought. I know. Interesting. Well, wherever she is today, I hope she's okay. Wait, I'm so excited for today's episode. We really got this, girl. I was so happy when I visited you and you revealed to me that you were rewatching it because I've I've watched it from start to finish a few times and I watched it when it was on TV, Mm -hmm. but I hadn't rewatched in a few years. And so you were on season two when I got there. I've been keeping up with it since I left. I... It's been crazy. Um, I actually started on a Delta flight. They just had season two randomly on the little TV. And I was like, yeah, I'd love to. So I started with season two. I will at the end go back to season one, which I always love doing. Like if I rewatch Sex in the City, I start with two. And then at the very end, mm-hmm. I go to one. I just think it's like, I don't know. It's all it's a circle. subversive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it totally is. Yeah, because then you go from the series finale to the pilot, which I just think is like amazing. You'll see how much they've changed. Oh, it's so fabulous. So I started rewatching Gossip Girl and I just realized I'm kind of the king of watching something once and then I don't go back to it. So of course I watched all of this. This was like a huge part of like my high school, middle school era of life. I grew up with these girls. These girls raised me. And so just getting back into that and kind of like seeing things that went over my head. It's a perfect dramedy. It really is. The sheer size of the ensemble is so impressive. And then you think about the fact that they have over 20 episodes a season. Yeah. They were churning out storylines. And I do think watching it as an adult, like you said, I'm picking up on things that I didn't notice the first time around. Like Mm -hmm. there's a whole subplot that is very like Jeffrey Epstein-esque of like a girl that's basically being sex trafficked and then Chuck tries to save her. It's Mm -hmm. like all these things that seemed like fiction, but actually were rooted in what was really going on in like New York high society. I just think they really were not afraid to like go there and shine a light on the underbelly. TV shows really don't do that anymore it's they're not holding a mirror up to society in that way they go for broke non-stop on gossip girl they're going for broke and just the sheer amount of episodes is dizzying like and we have to it really feels like they didn't know when it was going to be over so they were like we have to just throw every single storyline in and if we have another season then so be it like we'll figure it out yeah they're kind of like I do like that it feels like they're saving nothing, which I do think is how you should write something. It's like, don't save it for later. Like, do it. Like, if you're, we're on set, let's do it. She's pregnant. It's the bagel bite principle. So my friend Jake has the bagel bite principle. You know, when you make bagel bites and they come out of the oven and Mm -hmm. there's like three that look just like far superior to all the other ones. Yeah. And you'll wait till the end to eat those three. But what if you're full? So you should always eat the better bagel bites first. That's so true. And also they're going to get cold by the time you get to them. Exactly. So thank you, Jake. I always think about the bagel bite principle, like start with your best stuff and Mm -hmm. you'll write better stuff. Like, you know what I mean? And they gossip girl is like, I think it's really inspiring as like a writer to watch how they just like did not let up for five seconds. We have to talk about some of the things that have really like stood out to us because what really like sparked this Gossip Girl resurgence for us is that, of course, this Delta Airlines, this incredible Delta Airlines flight I was on. And then we got home and then we went to Vancouver to do a show. And I had just remembered the way that Jenny Humphrey said this line. And we thought it at the same time. We're like, it's the I'm your sister. Line. I'm your sister. And she says it like she's in the Italian mafia. She's uh, she's in the Sopranos. Like, and so we spent 20 minutes trying to find her saying this line. And when we found it, it can I say it was 
It was after midnight. Yeah. And we just weren't going to go to sleep until no, we no, found no. it. I knew that she was going to be in the, which the also we'll get to the fact that the loft is in Williamsburg and the whole time they're like, ew, Brooklyn. And it's like fucking Williamsburg. It's like a like $4 million loft in Williamsburg. And they're like, how much? And the fact that they never just like call, they just show up places, which in New York mm-hmm. would take you an hour and a half to get to each of these spots to go from Williamsburg to the Upper East Side. Like, that's, that's a lot of time underground. Yeah. And well, they couldn't call ahead. They don't have service. And a fucking session with brunch, which will tell like any kind of like breakfast. They're eating so much breakfast in the show. Waffles, 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 waffles. No. And just like Serena's always eating berries. But we find Jenny, Taylor Momsen, and the delivery of one line. Who knew it could spark a revolution? It has really swept the nation and dare I say the globe. Yeah. Do you want to? I mean, I think you have to do it first. It's so, oh my God. When you so do it. So she's at the she's at the kitchen counter and Dan is there. He's cut himself shaving. Mm-hmm. And Jenny makes a little comment. And then Dan looks at her and she goes, I'm your sister. It's what I do. <laughs> I'm your sister. It's what I do. <laughs> it's so. You know that the editor saw that and he's like, the fuck? We're using this tape. He's like, this we have ma- to use that one. <laughs> he's like, that's Sorry. so fucking major. That will be heard around the world. I'm your sister. It's what I do. It's what I do. <laughs> I'm your sister. It's what I do. <laughs> Could you imagine if she did the rest of the episode in that accent? And they were like, what would the director have done? I think about this all the time. These scenarios in my head make me laugh so hard. Like showing up to something and wearing the most insane thing you could possibly put together or like being on set. It's like the Kristen Stewart thing. Had she been, had she had an Australian accent in Diana, like what, I guess I'm a people pleaser. So I would be like, it's great. Like we'll use it. Right. You wouldn't say anything. We can make it work. We'll, we'll fix it. It's a bold choice as an actor, but like you don't want to quell someone's creativity. (laughs) But if Jenny for the rest of the episode was like, Blair, you fucked me. You fucked me good. Chuck, where you going? (laughs) You're my stepbrother. Yeah. Come on. I go to Constance Billard. What do you expect? Come on, Dad. I gotta go. I gotta go. I just got posted about on Gossip Girl. <laughs> like, I want to see the Yankees win the World Series. Come on, Dan. I want to see a home run out of the park. Just kidding. I oh, love the bases are loaded. Raina, oh hubba hubba. I'm your sister. Is what I know. <laughs> yeah. Serena and Dan sitting the, the in train. the train. <laughs> <laughs> like Jenny Spamoni Humphrey, period. God, she <laughs> like. Within Gossip Girl lore, her saying that is so huge. As well as, not that I ever want to move on from that. Because like we. I know. We'll Terry we'll filmed us late night. When you were doing it, and it's just like it's still. I think it's the funniest. Well, we were the right amount of of like buzzed and delirious from how much Gossip Girl. Yeah, people asked how high we were. I knew we had like a little weed beverage, but I don't think I don't remember being high. I was drunk though. We were a little drunk. Yeah, we had had the right amount of alcohol and delirium from watching so much Gossip Girl that we just like did it over and over and over. And I think Terry was like, "Monkeys do the thing." (laughs) Yeah, he was like, "Here, you guys, yeah, rolling." Yeah, and I think that was one of the first times, if not the first time, I've been like goofy online, and Mm -hmm. people seem to be responding to it really well. I really pull the range out of you because you've got it. I know you've got it, but sometimes you like to be more demure. But come on. And then you revealed this to me mm-hmm. while we were watching, which is that there is a super cut on YouTube of Serena saying, 
I got a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Serena isn't a girl. She is on the move. No. She is on the move at all times. You better catch her while she's moving because she she got she's got to go. Like mid conversation, I'll post it when this episode comes out. There is this one where she says it in the middle of someone else saying another line. She goes, "Look, I gotta go." And then I she turns go. her back and Dan, she doesn't go anywhere. Dan, I gotta go. She stays in her room. She goes, I gotta go. And then <laughs> she had to do something else in her room. <laughs> she cannot stay in any scene for more than like four lines before she's like, look, I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> I will say though, Serena is really good representation for just like whores on TV. <laughs> like she was really in her power and she just slept with so many people. And like, I loved she it. didn't really ever apologize for that. And I think it's great. I think it's amazing. She's a lead character and she does whatever she wants. She gets a lot yeah. of shit though. I will say people like, I know. People I'm in the her. Juliet era. I had completely <sighs> forgotten about this arc and it's driving me nuts. I just can't wait for it to be is over. Is it Katie Cassidy? Cause she... She is fabulous in it. Like you hate her fucking guts. I know. I'm I need it to end. Usually the arcs are like four or five episodes, mm-hmm. the longer ones. I'm on eight, episode eight of season four, and it's not over. And I'm just like, it it has to it's, stop. I will say Serena is getting dogged so hard. I know, right which now. makes me so sad. Like I hate when they do that. I'm like, she is such a good person. Like she has a heart of gold. I know. She has a heart of gold. She totally has, she has a heart of gold. And so does Blair. And so what? She's she's just boy crazy. And God did Leighton Meester just tear that up. She really did. She not I one love Leighton. The line reads that she gives are just so it's at the level of Iswarado. I see my advice went the way of the clog. She says that at one point. My advice went the way of the clog. I'll never forget that. <laughs> That's huge. When Nate's like, why are Blair and Serena fighting? And then Chuck's like, they're fighting because they think each loves the other more than the other loves them or something. It's like this iconic line of dialogue when they're in a feud. And it's just like the writing is so fabulous. Especially Blair. Oh, my God. And you know what? I'm in this moment right now. And I'm just like, I love Lily Vanderwoodson. I just think she she is Flawed so- character. She is flawed, of course. Aren't we all? Come on. Come on. I will say like the writers were like, we're going to make everyone hate Vanessa so much because she really like by like season four and five is like doing some shady shit for sure. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Well, I did a poll on my Instagram story about who is the worst Gossip Girl character of all time. And Mm -hmm. I should have said guest star because I think there's arguments to be made about Jenny and Vanessa Mm -hmm. who are in it to win it. I had Jack Bass. I had Georgina. And then I had Agnes. Agnes sucks. Jack Bass won the poll. I don't agree. Agnes, in this episode I just watched where Agnes comes back, she drugs Jenny. And then leaves her at a bar. And then drops her off at a bachelor party. To get assaulted. to To get assaulted. Yeah. To get raped. I'm like... No, no, no. And that's after burning her dresses? Yeah. After she burnt her freaking Betsy Johnson couture? Give me a break. I don't think so. When she lit so. fire to the pink, the pink tool dresses. Agnes. Agnes. Agnes, what are you doing? Agnes, those are my dresses. It's what I do. You're crazy, girl. I swear you're making me, you're making me bananas. It was Jenny being like, we're making a modern day West Side Story. One thing that's sticking out to me is the Bart Bass Memorial Rotunda. We will. As a concept. We will be going. There will be a ride tour we that will we be do paying, through New York. We will be pay, doing a pilgrimage to the Bart Bass Memorial Rotunda. I hope they let us speak at Columbia and we'll be like, where is it? We're doing a Gossip Girl tour of Columbia's campus. There definitely is like a bus tour for Gossip Girl that I'm sure is just incredible. 
I love the fact that they actually filmed in New York. Me too. I think it's amazing. There's like Gossip Girl Day in January in New York for like the 100th episode or whatever. Because it was like obviously huge for tourism. This was like a number one show. Like it was absolutely massive. Do you they remember make them like this. that Rolling Stone cover where they're both licking the ice cream and then the one where they're all in the bed? They just, yes. it was so legendary. And the ad campaign where they used parents slamming the show to sell the show. Come on. Is that not right? They don't make them like that anymore. One thing I loved, there was a scene where um, Chuck's trying to help the girl being sex trafficked. So he goes to this like address and mm-hmm. then a 13-year-old answers the door and he goes, didn't know Roman Polanski was in town. <laughs> like that's some highbrow shit. <laughs> and I'm watching that at 13, like, Hmm. Yeah. Okay. He just says some words I've never heard yeah, I was before. Like, Who's I have that? no idea what that means. And you're right. Blair's dialogue is so sharp. Holy and shit. she's definitely really controversial as a character, but of course. I think she has a lot of love in her heart. Yeah. I mean, they're all ultimately controversial. When Serena walks into Fashion's Night Out Shut in that the f- dress. Fashion's Night Out, when she walked in in that Diane von Furstenberg <laughs> dress and they do they stick it to Juliet. God damn. It was poetry in motion. I'm just gobsmacked. You know what I'm living for is the blue fly and guilt ads within it. And Bing. Also I mean, Bing. Like, Bing. I'll use Bing. I will go to Bing.com right now. Bing it. Do not Do not tempt me. Yeah. No. Don't tempt me. No, I will go to Bing.com We should right bring now. Bing back. Is Bing like still out there? No way. I don't know. If, I don't know if they're still updating the... That's the code. The only thing that could have sold Bing to me was Gossip Girl. So they did a good job. That and like they all tried. the LG they chocolates that they're like using yeah. throughout the Envies. I gotta go home. You really see the evolution of cell phones on that show. Oh, yeah. It's kind of, it's anthropologic or something. No, it is. It's like. It's sociological. <laughs> exactly. Oh, it makes me miss the city. I'll say it. When Serena's dad comes back, she acts a fool. I will say that much. She does. She acts a fool, like she acts a fool a, a few times. I will say late in season four with that guy, Ben, she acts a fool for sure. I don't really yeah. love how she plays that. Out. And sometimes they just like make her love guys. And I'm like, who? Paris episodes. They gave us a little bit of summer lovin'. And I really like <laughs> no, that. No, it literally, summer lovin' had me a blast. Had me a blast. Them shooting in Paris was incredible. Their outfits in Their Paris. Their outfits. Oh my God. That little like gold dress Serena wears to a lunch. The fact that Serena is always in full stilettos and dresses, no matter what, she's on. She's working on a film set in season five, wearing a, a bandeau skirt, a little like halter mm-hmm. top. The necklaces are insane. Sorry, we Bobbles. have to talk about the statement necklaces and the blazers. <laughs> so many blazers. The blazers we see mm-hmm. in Gossip Girl <laughs> six seasons and six seasons, right? Yeah. It's a tapestry. No, like, it really is. I forgot about the blazer era of fashion. It's blazers and statement necklaces. Yeah. And oh my God, Every are day. these baubles? They are, they're wearing gongs. Like multiple, multiple gongs, plural. When do, when do media asks what our gong will be? There's a great episode where Tiffany Jack, where Serena gives her fake cousin, Charlie, a family heirloom. She takes off the biggest fucking locket you've ever seen. I'm not there yet. Seen. I'm not there yet. You're going to, I literally went, oh my God. Like I audibly went, oh my, it's huge. She puts like, like literally Flavor Flav's clock necklace on this clock, girl yeah. in the middle of Intermix. Oh my God, I can't wait. Such Intermix representation is crazy in this show. Intermix when they actually had like brands. It's, Intermix before they were whatever they are now because I don't know what clothes they sell there, but 
Intermix was was of the time. It was crazy. As and it was Pinkberry, then. when there's like a whole fight in Pinkberry with Jenny. I love how they always say Chuck gave his heart to his mom, as if that's like a common like thing that we should all know what that means. They're just like, well, you remember like when Chuck opened his heart to his mom. It's like that's not that's not really a thing. No, that's I get it though. I in the show. I so get that. Jenny's interesting because that's like I think that is definition what art pop is, where an actress obviously is like has found a new love and doesn't want to be in the show. So then they kind of like write it. They wrote her perfectly out of the show because I think she yeah. didn't want to be in it. The Tim Gunn interview was was a tough watch. The Tim Gunn interview is so huge. The guest stars. Can we talk about Hillary Duff? Can we talk about Tim Gunn? Can we talk about Rachel Zoe getting a chocolate fountain poured on her head? I know we're not going to skip Tyra Banks. That episode is so explosive. When Serena works in PR. When Serena is a publicist, which I'd hire her I, in a I heartbeat. I need to get to the Liz Hurley era. Serena worked for Samantha Jones. <laughs> the Liz Hurley, I just got to Liz Hurley era. There's this scene. It's <gasps> so, I, I'm i sorry. I, I can't stop thinking about it. She shows Nate around her house, even though he's pretending he, it's his house. And she goes, where's the master bedroom? And he's like right here. And she goes, let's destroy it. And that, and then they cut, and you know it went to like a Venus commercial. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, that's destroyed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like 16 <laughs> watching, and I'm like, this is so cool. <laughs> when you watch it now, it's so tame, but at the time, it felt like so much like palpable sexual energy. No, I was like gulping as a kid, and I yeah. oh, and wow. I want to give them their flowers, please. Gay characters, gay, gay characters. characters. Yeah, absolutely. And Who bisexual not bad characters. Guys? Elliot being a bi guy was huge. And then I really feel that Eric's, he never became the villain. No. And like, I love that. He always had like good ethics. He always has his head tilted looking up. It's really interesting. I don't know how to describe it. Like he is so consistent on screen to me. I I don't, like some people just kind of like look different naturally, like per season. He always looks exactly the same. He's looking up and he's like, Serena. And it's so, it's incredible. Like consistency is key for sure. And Georgina, I will say on a rewatch, she's great, but wasn't as big of a deal to me this time around as she was as a kid. I remember being like, she is the devil. I don't like when the whole thing with the baby happens. I think that's wrong. Yeah. It's wrong to do that to to bring a child into that. I just love like trying to make college work within the show. That was so funny to me. Like how easy it is to just get into Columbia and transfer there is so, it's incredible. There's also this line in season five where Serena just kind of like, off the cuff. Well, she's on her way out. She's leaving. And she goes, yeah, I'm taking a semester off. And then they just go to the next line. Like, I love when they just have that. Dan doesn't attend a single NYU class in the season that I'm currently watching mm-hmm. where he is allegedly enrolled as a student. So one thing you can always guarantee you're going to get out of a Gossip Girl episode is a set piece. A set piece is like a massive event, at least this is how I think about it. I actually don't even know if this is correct, but a massive event that the characters go to and they're all congregating there and like shit goes down. Yeah. The amount of extras in this show. They churned these out. A library benefit, a dedication to Bart Bass, Mm -hmm. a birthday party, a masquerade ball, a debutante ball. It does not stop. I mean, Honoring the professor with a Bachelor of the Year award or something. Yeah. Like, they had to the, pull these out of their at ass. At the Boom Boom Room, at no boom. less. I love all the events happen in broad daylight because that's when they could get the space. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Like the parties are never at night. It's always rooftop parties in the middle of the day. 
God, yeah, it's good. And I love that. It's so it's good. So good. Yeah, the set pieces are really because it's like that's just the structure of the episode. And you would think it would get you would get tired of it, but you don't. In fact, I'm like, because what's they're the always event? coming up with new ideas. Yeah. They're challenging themselves. They're pushing the envelope. I do want to say in the in the states, this show is available on HBO Max. Yes, of course. And it's just it's worth a watch. It's going to take you back. Let me tell you. Also. You know, of course, there are some things about it that are problematic, but I find that you see those and you're kind of like, oh, God, at least like with what we know now, it's really, yeah, it's good. And it's true to the characters at the time. It doesn't get everything right, but I do think it has aged well overall. And it's just really compelling television. And I love the representation. Also, and this was on IMDb trivia Mm -hmm. that you revealed to me that Mm -hmm. the producers did not want to cast Ed Westwick because they thought that he looked more like a serial killer than a romantic lead. Yeah. And you know Which that maybe is a good. You way know to that Leighton Meester was blonde when she auditioned, and they're like, "We don't see you as Blair." And then she went and dyed her hair brown and got the part for the audition. Yeah, that's called an actor preparing. Yeah, it's called committing. Would it kill you? Come on. I love this show so much. It's so fun. It's just like it's brought me so much peace and. It's brought me back to that time, which is so fun. It's and I'm, serenity now. It's serenity now, and it's like taking back that time because I was just in the closet and I, I don't know. I couldn't really like fully reveal how much I love the show. So now Aww. I just get to like sit in it. It's just fabulous. I ride for this show so hard. And I'm really glad that we're experiencing it together with you a little bit ahead of me. Yeah. I can come to you and say, when does the Juliet of arc course. over? And you're like, yeah. give it I'm the time. overlord. I, I do think I'm, am I Serena and you're Blair? But in some ways I'm Serena and you're Blair. I know. You know, it's, it's. I'd love to ask the comedy we community. We each contain, yeah, it's duality. We'll ask the Baronies, see what they think. I do want to say one more thing. Yeah. I'm your sister. <laughs> it's what I do. I gotta go. Thank you so much for listening to our first dual ride episode. There's going to be no ride or die in this episode because we we ride and die for Gossip Girl, obviously. But we will do more joint episodes because we actually share a lot of things in common. I know. A lot of passions that overlap. This one couldn't go to just one of us. We've been sharing this together, which we, you know. It's been so beautiful. I really love this experience. I highly recommend watching it with a friend. Agreed. Like watch, rewatch an old classic and like whether it be 90210, The OC, Gossip Girl, do it with a friend and then you can kind of just share notes throughout. It's really powerful, but we gotta go. So we love you guys. Wait, hey, hey, Dan, we gotta go. <laughs> Thanks for listening, Bronies. We love you so much. Enjoy Gossip Girl and whatever brings you joy. XOXO. Oh, my exit. Benny, babe, eyes on the road. Benny, look out! Ride, ride, ride. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.